0: Sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team.
1: Welcome to the program Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade. And that's all we care about via advice. Thanks.
0: Okay, whatever. Mom's
2: here. Hi. Um,
1: and then we have another special guest who he was on the second prom show, Mm -hmm. if you remember, Mr. Bradley. Mr. Bradley! Yay! A clap of three people. It's not as crowded today as it usually is. Mm -hmm. Um today we are going to talk about the talk. Oh god. everyone got a little bit tense i got real tense <laughs> so i'm gonna ask you bradley what do what fills your head when i say the talk what a do lot you Think about a
3: lot a lot um <laughs> mostly like you know first one comes to mind is usually the birds and the bee talk with the parents, <laughs> with <your> parents. <laughs> yeah
1: Ooh. awkward and then other talks things like with your friends like if you have to tell breakup them, I'm talk friends with you anymore <laughs> any kind of breakup talk yeah so breakup talks parent talks admitting to something talks. oh god
0: um
1: i have a oops. question talk oops i read your text messages and i have an issue talk i saw your
2: nice duck face <laughs> oh picture yeah what are you doing with that
1: um, why is that cup in your hand talk <laughs> Plenty of talks, <laughs> and most of which have a very negative connotation.
3: It's always and, a negative. It's not, right? it's not really anything good <laughs> have, when everybody says,
2: like, we I We have to have now. a talk. We've just won the lottery. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that, that ever no,
1: happens. That, you don't sit people down and prepare them <laughs> to tell them that you won the lottery. And that's kind of what we came to the conclusion of. If, if you have to sit someone down... And mentally and emotionally prepare them to deliver news. Then it's kind of considered the talk, and yep. we're using the talk as like a thing—a like, catch-all catch like for it's a, all like intents. Actual process of of speaking, and so the talks are taboo or awkward subjects that teens and kids have a hard time talking about. No matter what it's about or who it's to, every one of us have dealt with the talk in oh one regard or another. So the first one, we're just going to go down the list of the talks and we will talk discuss about them and hopefully come to some conclusions that are helpful <laughs> in those situations.
2: <laughs> and not just stories of horror. Right. <laughs>
1: because for every bad thing, there's a good thing that comes out of it. So let's hope we can find that good thing. Um, so, of course, like Bradley said, the first thing parents and teens and kids alike always think about the talk as being that awkward like puberty birds and bees conversation you have with your parents
2: it's so much fun it's
1: for you it's fun <laughs> oh right. no
2: no let me be the voice of all parents around the world it is not fun <laughs> this it's- is something that um is it's not I don't know if it's dreaded, but I can just think back to when we thought Lindsay was a boy, and my husband Chris was like I told him I said, now, honey, you better read up and get get your strategy together on, on, to on, on, to on all things boy, right? <laughs> yeah, and he just was like, You know, a sheet, white with saucer eyes. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to talk about this. I'm going to have to talk, like, verbalize this (laughs) stuff. And I was like, everything. And I started listing. I was like, this, this, this. And he just was horrified. And then, flash forward, the doctor was like, oopsie, made a mistake. You're having a girl. girl. I thought he was going to fall out of his chair. Like, literally, head to head plant, you know. And he's like, oh, phew. (laughs) You get to do it.
1: Oh, my goodness. No, but it's so funny, too, because... Kids were kind of, like, naive before we have the talks and, like, we'll hear some (laughs) stuff from school or friends will tell us like certain things and we're like whatever like we we just literally have no clue what you're talking about if we've never heard about it never, well and then nothing. I know
2: I nothing. know some nothing. of you guys are little crafty guys in Google stuff which
1: is which is bad <laughs> bad
2: which, yeah it could turn out really
1: no, really bad some yeah, yeah let's just be un-see. yeah let's
2: <laughs> be the voice of reason here and if you're little ones listening or and little ones I mean my like junior high and stuff yeah and that's
1: still little believe it or
2: not. is I know and even though you think you're not little, please, you're little. <laughs> please, please, please involve your parents or a trusted adult if you have questions about things like puberty and, you know, growing up and stuff, birds and bees stuff, because you don't want to Google that stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't, because you can't. You can't well, unsee yeah. something. It's hard
1: to be curious and to have to, being the kid and having to approach your parents and be like, I have a question, mm-hmm. especially if. If that topic is taboo and you know that people's reactions, like adults' reactions when little kids talk about it, is like shock and sometimes like disapproval, it's Um. kind of difficult to think of approaching your parents and asking them, about like scary things like that. Like, I remember when somebody said a word that I didn't know, mm-hmm. and it was, a, it was a cuss word, and I was like, Mom, what does beep mean? And you're like, Ah!
2: It was the first time like you, out. but it was a I big, crying I know. I was afraid that you were mad at me. No, I remember that reaction. I was driving, in fact, <laughs> and she was in a car seat. If this gives you any idea how young she was, I think you were maybe like, not you weren't even in kindergarten. Know, you were like, like preschool age. Six. No, like even younger, four. Oh yeah, because
1: you had and that one. Else.
2: She dropped like the big bad word, <laughs> you know, the bomb one. Yeah. And um I did. I i couldn't breathe. I was like, <gasps> You literally
1: swerved and you like <laughs> you like gasped well, so I did, big. and then
2: I had to pull over.
1: <laughs> because I started unbuckling, like crawling out of my seat and I was like trying to hug you. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm
2: sorry. I because she said you. it. She goes, What does beep mean? <laughs> Yeah, I. And that
1: was kind of like the, the ground level of, yeah. okay, approach these things with ease. Yeah,
2: <laughs> she caught me off guard because I thought that I had had, you know, at least another year. <laughs> you know, I thought I had some time in between like preparing myself for that. And so that, yeah, that was not a good reaction. No, It wasn't. It so that really... kind of
1: scared me to approach mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. But, and I, I would imagine a lot of kids have that reaction too, just by witnessing it in siblings or they're just afraid because they don't know what it is and they know it has a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny too, because I remember I was in like daycare basically yeah. and we were taking naps on our cots and yeah. it, my friend, I remember his name too. He was like he was like blah 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 and I was like, Oh, what is that? And he's like blah 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 and we all started saying it like over and over again. <laughs> like little parrots. Like, I, there's a movie out that's like rated R or whatever, and the little kids are like birds. They just like say it. Like they hear it and then they just say it over and over yeah, again. You like are. that's literally what we did. Yeah, so I was like I probably should figure out what this word means before I start saying it all over the At place. At least
2: you had the wherewithal to ask about it and not just say it. Yeah.
1: Oof. So especially with talks like that, if you have a question about, you know, a word or a thing you heard on the bus or whatever, it's difficult to <laughs> approach your parents. And also it's because they're like nervous about it, too. Like most parents have like anxiety almost yes. when it comes to talking to their kids about yes. these kinds of things. And I, I've i said it before on other shows, but it goes with this too, that you have to remember that parents aren't a different species Mm-mm. of people. Like just imagine yourself and imagine yourself way, way in the future. <laughs> way. way, way in the future having kids. You take your own personal knowledge And you try to give it to your kids so that they succeed. So whatever knowledge you have, it's not like they got a special book from the factory that told them how to parent or how to talk to you about things.
2: Yeah, no, there is no such book.
1: (laughs) Right. So they're they're really, you're really not that different, you know, between you and your parents. And so.
2: No, and we remember being your age and wanting to have those answers. I mean, I. I remember planning for this talk, the Birds and Bees talk, with you. I had a book. Mm-hmm. I knew I had a strategy. I had started um, discussing things with you when you were very young, mm-hmm. all the way through very age-appropriate stuff. So it was something that it, it I took a lot of time to think about.
1: And there's there's different ways to approach it, too, because every family is different. So, mm-hmm. you know, one family might believe in this Thing and then the other family might not, and one family might not want you to know about certain right. things until
2: later. That's really important to bring up because if your family's like ours and you're just completely transparent <laughs> and open as a child, you don't want to be sharing that with your with friends. your other at friends. School. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've had some of those friends that will just blurt out things to me, and I was like, yeah. I could have gone a couple more years without worrying about
2: that, you know? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. they'll tell
1: you something about, like, t- just
2: things the kids yeah, talk about Yeah, things that
1: kids talk about that are not, you know, the most appropriate, thing. yeah. And then you worry about it because you think about it and then you realize it's a real thing in the world mm-hmm. and then you get scared that like other people know it and other people are trying to do it. Well, you know why world. that is,
2: right? Because kids are always emulating like three to five years older than what they really are. Well, yeah. yeah. Especially
1: so, with... Junior high. Siblings mm-hmm. that are older yeah. and friends that are older. You
2: know, that jump from junior high
3: to high school. like huge. huge. You don't realize... Well,
1: maybe you do because growing up, you go into middle school and then you think mm-hmm the elementary kids are really little and out of your league and then you go through middle school and then you get into high school and then you think middle schoolers are really out of your league and then when you're like us and you graduate high school you think high schoolers are out of your league mm-hmm. so it contributes a lot to these kinds of talks which we will talk about when we come <laughs> back but for now let's take a break i'm not yvonne allen i'm real wade <laughs> we miss you yvonne. Um, we're taking a break stay right here we'll be right back for <laughs> the
0: we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world. Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not. The latest in fashion trends. Things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, or Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team, on the Voice of America Kids Network. I'm Rhea
1: Wade, and not Yvonne Allen, because why? It's her birthday! Birthday, 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 happy birthday! birthday. (laughs) (laughs) We totally practiced that. Not. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so shout out to Yvonne for finally turning however old she's turning. I
2: don't even know. (laughs) Um, I try not to know. Hope she
1: has fun, and hope she listened to the shows that we recorded so she knows how to handle party etiquette. (laughs) 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 <laughs> um, today's talk is about the talk. Oh, boy. Um, taboo, awkward subjects that are difficult for kids to talk about, whether it be with parents, friends, significant others, blah, blah. And we're talking about the significance of the age gap between elementary, middle school, high school, and then post-high school.
2: I think it's ginormous.
1: It is so Big. and I never really realized it until I got into college and now there's like high schoolers and I just they just rub me the wrong way because they're not experiencing the same things that I'm experiencing so they they're like not on my level like not not like I'm saying I'm above them and I know more than them but they're just not concerned with college courses and this the same kind of school environment that I'm a part of so it's hard to communicate
2: and not only that, I think they think they are right. On they your try level really hard, too. and again, not and not, not disparaging people in high school because you guys have it rough right now. No,
1: enjoy high school. Yeah, yeah. No, really, I'm really you. enjoy it. Like I'm telling you, getting
3: into college is
1: the end. The end. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> the end.
3: It, it's just it's,
4: it's like different. a maturity level. Yeah. Like
3: it, it's yeah. more maturity level going through each stage, like elementary yeah. to middle school, middle school to high school. It's you. Huge. You get like a culture shock every time you switch over. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. In a lot of different ways, too. So many different ways. Not just one category or the other. I think we say it all the time. You know, really enjoy the age that you are and try not to emulate too far ahead of -hmm. yourself because really the age you are at is just perfect.
1: You are the age you are for a reason. It's (laughs) It's perfect. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Enjoy all the things that come with being that age because Mm -hmm. as you get older, You have different responsibilities, and yeah, there are some more freedoms and stuff, but you don't have time for those freedoms. (laughs) You got all these responsibilities. But not only that, like I've always said, like your childhood is like, you know, a minute, and your adult life is like six hours. Like it's just, it's not even in comparison.
1: Mm -hmm. But we were correlating that to the reasons that there are so many of the talks with the parents, (laughs) and you bring so many, you know, unknown terms to your parents is because the emulating people ahead of you and for me, I had friends that were like 4 years older than me, and I would be in conversations and I would have no idea what they were talking about. And I would feel nervous because I would a feel out of my element and feel embarrassed that I didn't know what they were talking about and b be uncomfortable mm-hmm. with what they were talking about because I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So it's I scary. I feel like it's important to to not try to hang out with people that just because the age differences are so drastic in your childhood, so it's
3: like being being a freshman in high school. Like you know, you see all the cool kids with their cool cars, and <laughs> you know you want to go drive around and have that freedom with them. But it's the,
1: the places they go with those cars and the things they do with be, those cars can be scary right. and if,
3: intimidating.
1: Right, and there's a reason that you get your license at a certain yep. age because yep. you your brain is growing.
2: And able to have more responsibility. Yeah. But I have a question too. Like, what do you guys now that you're older? What do you think about like high school kids, you know, showing up at like a college party? Or Uh, um, I
1: think that's kind of a no-no. I know a lot of people do it, and I, I have gone back to high school parties and i've been to college parties Mm -hmm. and it's a lot it's a lot different different. it's a lot more
3: intense yeah yeah and
1: nobody really knows each other so there's a different etiquette because when you're at a high school party even if it's at a high school that you don't go to there's still a handful of people that you know or have heard of Mm -hmm. at a college party there the age range isn't 16 to 18 it's 17 to 25. 25. Right. And look at the difference there. That's my point. You wouldn't want a 25 year old getting together with a 16 year old. And that's what happens when high schoolers try to go to college parties. Right.
2: And I just want to point that out because when you're young and in high school, try not to be maneuvering and
1: yeah even in middle school try not to go to high school no it's not worth it it
2: isn't worth it Because for
1: me i was scared the whole time if i (laughs) ever went to any event like that i was just nervous
2: and be rest assured there's things that are going to happen there that you're not ready for yeah
1: same with the whole googling thing like don't don't try to be an age you're not and so you can avoid having awkward talks (laughs) right or
2: have have a conversation with your older sibling or your parents and and talk to them about You know, what happens when you go to parties and stuff when you're younger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Doesn't work out. So,
1: but back to the talk, the birds and the beads with your parents, any concluding thoughts or advice to kids or parents that need to have these kinds of talks because it's not necessarily like the most explicit things that you would think of. But for me, I remember like I started getting like smelly when I was like 10 years old. Like Mm -hmm. I had to start wearing deodorant and like shaving my armpits and stuff. And I was like so confused. And like that's an awkward thing to tell your kid, hey, you need to change your bathing habits because you stink.
2: Yeah, I just (laughs) want to be the voice to parents here. And it is, it's very awkward and it can be really scary for parents to approach your children. But I think it's best for parents to kind of circumvent that talk and use different things to their advantage. So like if there's something going on in the media, that's, you know, maybe shocking or provoking, you know, use that as an opportunity to have a discussion with your child. Or maybe yeah. you see something on television that, you know, might provoke a conversation. Cause it is awkward to just be like, so we got to have this talk. Yeah, And, uh, and then the kids run away
1: and then they yeah. never want to do it again. Yeah. I mean, no for kids.
3: They Kids like best advice I give them is you know try your best to listen and sit down because mm-hmm. it's just as awkward for the parents <laughs> it as it is, is no, for the it kids. No, it is. It
1: can yeah. be. So, and then of course we've talked about this. I forget what show it was on, but the whole approaching your parents about something important there's steps to do so. Like make sure they're not working. Make sure it's a a good time for them. Maybe even schedule it if that's how you guys work. Um,
2: And same thing for parents. Make sure your child isn't in the middle of like a crisis or something. Yeah, You know like for instance like for Rio and me we had to have a conversation that was about issues in Birds and the Bees when she started to have a very serious boyfriend. And I approached it and said hey you know what it looks like you and your boyfriend are getting really serious. You know how are things going? And I started asking a bunch of a very open ended questions so that I could get information back from her.
1: Right. Do you remember it, that? Kind of like backhandedly making me initiate the conversation.
2: Exactly. So <laughs> I,
1: I'm not, I ain't stupid. I know that's what you were trying to do, but it's all right because I went with it. And I,
2: <laughs> you were like, few were having this talk. I, no, I was like, all right, I'll just let her you know.
1: I, I got it covered, <laughs> well, at least, but I'll, we'll just talk about it anyway. At least anyways. he had
3: like a good conversation <laughs> with my dad. No, it, it was, was like fine. five seconds. Like, <laughs> So we need to have this talk. I already know, Dad. All right, right. good talk.
2: Good talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so really, is it? I know we have other ones to talk about, but is it is it that much different for boys? Like it
3: it actually can be. I mean, anybody else uh, that are my guy friends that I've talked about it. It's just um, the dad. The dad really has a hard time with it because you know he doesn't want to. The dad doesn't want to like hit the reins for his son so quickly and then scar him for life. Oh, yeah,
2: because no parents have so much more knowledge than, right, about exactly. things than yeah. you know. Yeah, and so
3: if you yeah. show enough knowledge, like as a guys, most guys, you know, they're they're, you know. Sex ed, I guess I would call mm-hmm. it, but they have in their sixth grade. It pretty much lays it out for mm-hmm. them pretty well. Yeah, um, if you pay attention to that and you talk to your dad really quick, he'll <laughs> he'll see that you got it. He'll just <laughs> Teach you a couple other things, and you'll well, you'll be it's fine. Like
1: different for I think dads and stuff because they get really proud when their boys like grow up and they you know. Go through That's puberty, true. and they're like, "Yeah, good job, you can do sports and stuff now." Like they're excited for them to grow up. So it's kind of, it's not like they're trying to warn them. They're glad that things are happening, but so it's just kind of like a high five. You got it, all right, cool. <laughs> but then there's a lot more emotional discussion. There are a lot more emotional girls. discussion. Well, so, with boys
2: too. I talk well, to I'm a lot of, like,
1: with the puberty thing and the talk and the mm-hmm. hormones. There's a lot more to cover when it comes to girls than boys. Like, like growing-wise. Like, yeah, like physically-wise. Yeah. So Guys,
3: yeah. their boys get deeper and they grow <laughs> and a few it. inches taller. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's, that's pretty much cool. the gist of All right, it. I like
1: it. <laughs> okay, so we've spent enough time talking about that talk. Well, that's just because it's, it's the, it's it's the, the one that everyone thinks about and everyone dreads. But there are also other just as equally important, if not more important talks that you prepare mm-hmm. people to sit down with. Like the we need to talk.
2: Oh, we're going to break up? Yeah.
1: (laughs) We're breaking up. Oh no, we're breaking up. I know. Mm. And then the awkwardness of, you know, bashing the person that you broke up with to your parents and then being like, we got back together. <laughs> like having that discussion. So there's like little talks that come from the talk. Right. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. So there's like a train of talks <laughs> um, and then another other couple talks that follow under that category of the whole birds and the bees thing. But we'll get more into that after the break. I'm scared. For now, we're going to take a break. Keep it right here. You're listening to Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. <laughs>
4: Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids.
0: You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the
1: Voice America Kids Network. We have the funnest breaks here. Hope you do too. Snarf, 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 Yeah. So we are talking about the talk, which we are discovering is more than just the typical birds and the bees talk that everyone thinks about when they hear the talk. But also when you hear we need to talk. Oh, boy has another gut
2: reaction. Mm. Um,
1: mm-hmm. makes me we're think, breaking
2: up. It makes me think I need to go to the store and buy ice
1: cream. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 <By> Valley?
3: <Girls. laughs> I Valley girls. Like I don't you know. What do boys
1: do? Go to batting cages. You um, um You did go to the batting cages.
3: Wow. I did go to <laughs> the batting That's what I cages. said. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um you know guys guys are so weird when it comes to breakup. They are they're they're mad at one point and then you know, they're still in love with her at the same <laughs> point, but they don't know what to do, and so they just end up being by themselves. So <laughs> Being mad. Yeah, oh, being I'm mad. i just going to go to
2: the batting cages. So how, <laughs> how should one approach the talk if he or she is the breakup the initiator? Dumper. The dumper. <laughs> dumper,
1: not the dumpy. <laughs> I well, um, tenderly, I say, um, especially if it's a serious relationship. And I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I feel it's important to to include explanation during a breakup, or is that not no? Always like the explanation
3: case? is key to everything. You I know, say so. Breaking if you break up with someone and you're just like
1: just because it's
3: you know I just don't I don't feel it anymore.
1: Yeah, I you know there's
3: no explanation why. Well, or what's that's going fine on. if it they say with. The person's mind even Yeah, well,
1: if they say, I just kind of lost feelings for you because we don't, you know, have as much fun as we did when we first started talking because I've grown up, kind of, then that's an explanation. If they themselves just really don't know why they don't like you anymore. But I don't, I think it's disrespectful to just be like, we're breaking up, the end. That's it. I'm never talking to you again. Because in my opinion, relationships are very serious. Mm -hmm. Even if it's in middle school, in high school, Mm -hmm. I still take it, even if as a very serious friendship and if someone's gonna come to me and be my friend in that way and then not give me an explanation as to why they're just you leading. know getting out of my life, then I feel like they never really cared in the first place.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's really hard when you're in junior high and in high school because you're still kind of trying to navigate who you are as a person. Right. So it's hard to maintain a relationship mm -hmm.
1: with both of you growing and Mm -hmm. going through roller coasters so much.
2: Finding out who you are and what you like and don't like. Right. And and it changes. Yeah.
1: We'll talk about that one time because I remember you and I had a discussion about the whole like laying boundaries Mm -hmm. and all of that. So we're going to have a good show about that eventually. Um, But then there's also pertaining to breakups. What if, because this happened to me and I know this happened to Bradley too. What do you do if... You're dating someone, and your family knows them, and your friends know them, and then you guys break up, and then you go and you talk smack about that person, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, he did this, this, and this, and that's why we broke up, and he's at fault, blah, 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 and then your family's like, yeah, like, screw them, blah, 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 <laughs> and then you you get back together with them, Whoops. and you have to awkwardly pretend that you're not together, or... Mm. or just not say anything about it, or do you not say anything about them in the first place? But what if you need to confide in your parents? Oh, oh so hard, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I The
3: like best best thing you can do is let your parents know that you guys are back together. Cause yeah, you have to. going going through that awkward moment, you find out your parents hate your significant other, but you're back together with them. Yeah. You know, you don't tell them anything. And then when you guys really do break up, it's
2: you don't have anyone to to to. go to. And I think for parents, too, we have to kind of meter ourselves if 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 the reason why they broke up isn't because of what I call the top five, like uh, abusing substance or physical abuse or something like that. If it's not one of those, I think that we have to kind of stand by and be the net and not pass judgment. Yeah.
1: Especially if it comes down to that. Like, yeah. we broke up, but then we were back together, mm-hmm. and then we broke up again. Because
2: that's to be expected. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, bless you, Lindsay. Bless you. Um, can't, you but,
1: can't, like, just be so negative towards right. those Right. You can't. Situations. You have to let your...
2: Just like if your kid wants to dye your hair blue, like we kind of got to step back and let that happen.
1: Yvonne. (laughs) Yeah. Her hair legit was blue. I know.
2: It's fantastic. (laughs) But, you know, again, like if, if there's something like violent going on, I think that's when the line gets drawn and parents need to step in Mm -hmm. because that's a deal breaker.
1: So, but that is another one of those like kind of hesitant talks. You know, we, we, the, with the person we're breaking up, and mm-hmm. then with your parents, we broke up and now we're back together. Please don't judge me. Please treat them with re, you know respect still, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, other talks that are very difficult and kind of not really known as an important talk is if you have... Um, I don't know, a condition or hmm. something that happened to you or maybe just like a pet peeve or something that you can't handle that you need to formally sit your friends or boyfriend or girlfriend down and say, Hey, you know, I don't like this or, or whatever. I need help when
2: I'm, you know, I'm eating healthy cause I'm training for yeah. a marathon or, Can we not go to fast food. That yeah, yeah. Can we yeah. not eat fast food? Cause yeah. there's nothing there for me to eat. So, and sometimes it could be embarrassing. Like maybe
1: you have a condition that's really embarrassing. Like, I, I'm not saying this is embarrassing. Like, I'm allergic to the sun. Like, can we not ever go outside? <laughs> yeah, like something, yeah that something that you think of. is embarrassing
2: yeah. that's really not. Like, we have some friends, in fact, she's been on the show before, who's lactose intolerant. Yeah, and so have to be really it, careful. It causes her to have gas. Yeah, and so we think it's funny, fortunately. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I do. some people might think it's embarrassing.
1: Mm. Yeah, so, but that's important. You can't just, like not tell people because you're afraid of it you need to and you need to make a point to tell your friends or whoever you're telling that it's an important thing Mm -hmm. that you're going to be telling them so that they understand Mm -hmm. to take it seriously so if you sit them down and be like hey I'm lactose intolerant and I get really embarrassed if I eat dairy and then I have gas in public or whatever
2: it it can be even something a little more serious like I grew grew up with a couple of friends who had juvenile diabetes and they didn't tell anyone because it was so taboo like a negative connotation Well, to them, they thought it was. Nobody else, at least that I knew, thought it was, but they were very guarded about sharing that with people Mm -hmm. the insulin dependent.
1: I actually have one that I didn't really think of until just now. I've had really bad skin my whole life, Mm -hmm. like to the point where it hurts, like on my face. And I will have to, like, if people hug me or like mess with my face, like, I know some people have a thing about their face, but like, seriously, if you touch my face, it hurts. Like, I have obviously skin problems. Mm -hmm. So it's embarrassing because you have to like address the fact that you have pimples all over your face but then it's really something that affects you and you want people to be sensitive towards it.
2: I think that's the point. You want people to be sensitive to whatever it is that you feel is is important or you're setting a boundary in some cases too.
1: Well yeah, Yeah. that goes with the whole birds and bees relationship talk and we've talked about that many times before too. Sitting your significant other down and being like this is what I'm comfortable with, this is what I'm not comfortable with. Whether it even be like I don't want to go to the movie with you alone, if you're just meeting someone and hanging I out, I think with that's
2: them. really important. I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna look at Bradley, and ha- have you ever had a significant other sit down and say, "You know what? I, I this is how far physically I can be."
3: You know, many times I've actually I count on one hand four four girlfriends that have actually set me down like that. This is what we're uncomfortable with because of religious reasons I'm or so anything glad. like that, and it, you know, it just it my respect for them was a ton more and you know i knew yeah, where that's
2: awesome so listen to that was.
1: listen to that i want Bradley girls to hear that <laughs> more expect more respect for the girls that laid down boundaries before than ones that didn't because that shows that you know a they're comfortable in themselves enough they trust you enough to come mm-hmm. to you with you know a vulnerable thing and it means that the relationship will work and in it's the strong. future. Because, and it's strong yeah And like, well it just shows a personality like an admirable personality mm-hmm. that yeah. you have the strength to tell someone
3: also like if it does take you a while to tell that other person and they don't accept it the way that you want them to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that just shows there that it's not meant to be right. if it's a fan, other or that friendship wasn't supposed to be either way um, you know very important the point. people that you trust it with are gonna be most likely your friends for life or mm-hmm. even a good long term partner
2: Yeah, I think that's very, very true. The saying that's
1: like friends that care. Share? No. (laughs) 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 I love sharing, especially if it's with me. What is it? The ones that stick around don't care, and the ones that don't care don't stick around. Oh my gosh, I don't know. My
3: favorite one is like real friends buy you food. (laughs) I like that one.
1: (laughs) Uh, I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, and then also kind of the opposite of like telling them that you have a disclaimer is actually defining a relationship. So like a boyfriend-girlfriend oh. relationship. And there's a lot of scenarios where this can happen. So if you guys go hang out for a couple times and you're not sure if it's a date or <laughs> what's happening, <laughs> like oh, we've been so bowling awkward. with your friends, but you paid for my shoes. So does that count as a date or whatever? Or you guys have been hanging out like for a couple months and you you're unsure as to what that means. So that's another one of the talks that we will resume talking about when we come back. So that means time for a break. I'm not Yvonne Allen, I'm Rio Wade. <laughs> Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
4: Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now.
0: Have you met Catherine the Great? She may be a lot like you. She likes sports, singing songs, having fun, and taking adventures with her friends. She especially loves to make new friends like you. Tune in each week to Catherine the Great's Magical Hour, hosted by Madeline, and discover about how you are magical, colorful, and love. You will learn, laugh, and feel welcome with Catherine the Grapes' Magical Hour, heard every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Be inspired to ripple loving kindness throughout the world with your friends at Catherine the Grapes Magical Hour.
5: Awesome! And Lolling Night.
0: When you're 12 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences. And because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the
1: program, Paper Hope Street Team, on the Voice America Kids Network. And I just realized that in my communications public speaking class, I was instructed to speak slowly. And more clearly, because during my speech, I talk like I usually do, like this, and I talk really fast, and nobody knows what I'm talking about because they don't get it. And I talk really fast on the show, and when I re- listen to the playbacks, I'm like, "Oh my god, I talk like a tornado!" And then I remembered I was supposed to slow down, but I really didn't slow down because you're still like, doing oh it. Oh like my god, going through rude. paragraphs. Now. <laughs> no, just making a point. <laughs> okay, sorry, <Speedy> guys, that Speterson. I talk really fast.
2: We can pack a lot in with you. But I
1: talk really fast, so that means I'm really good at the talks, which is <laughs> what like, we're talking about. You're like blink. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's not segment. even caffeine, it's just like built in, just like talk like whatever. It's all natural. It's, yeah, all natural. Okay, so the talk, when you hear the talk, we decided that we thought of the birds and the bees. Um, we need to talk which is we're breaking up.
2: Wah,
1: wah. Um, the awkward talks telling your parents that you're back together with an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend that you bashed the night before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then along those lines, there's also the talk that you have with someone that you've like been dating or hanging out with and you want to know like, on what level you're at with the whole relationship thing, which is... In my opinion, one of the most awkward things to totally bring up. Totally Because if you don't already talk about it, you have no clue what the other person's thinking. So, like, if you go hang out and they buy you a smoothie or, like, does that count as a date? You well, don't know.
2: Or you're spending a lot of time with yeah, someone, like, too. Yeah, like each other
1: all the time. Or, like, mm-hmm. their friends say that they like you, but you're not sure because you never heard it from them. Or just, it's so awkward when you you don't say anything out loud to the other person. A
2: a couple things can happen, too. Because as you're talking, it's reminding me of this horrible (laughs) flashback from high school. I had the most horrible crush on this kid and I so liked him and we talked on the phone all the time and we hung out all the time and everyone was like, oh my God, you guys make the cutest couple. I'm like, we're not a couple. Mm -hmm. That always happens. Your friends always say that. Oh my
1: God, you guys are so cute. Where's your boyfriend? We
2: ended up moving into the friend zone and never being a couple because neither one of us was brave enough to bring the conversation. And I just think how weird that is. That's so
1: like, I think it's, it's not dumb cuz I've felt it before it's just but horrible. it's kind of ridiculous that you know nobody will just bring it up in fear of being completely rejected. Oh,
2: I know and I wouldn't I wouldn't for nothing. Even it's now so it still weird. brings back that feeling like, of Ooh. Ooh.
1: <laughs> like, Oh my god, yeah. no. But it's so important. And I correct me if I'm wrong, but boys and girls are equally as nervous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <to bring laughs> it up. It's it's I not just a like girl thing. Boys more so. Boys even.
3: more so because Girls, you guys are cruel. No, you guys are really cruel. It's true. And you guys like it. It is hard for a guy because guy has the guy has to pay for things and oh, do all it's this other true. stuff.
1: And like initiate all the time, you know, and then you
3: never know what the girl is thinking. And so, girls
1: expect the guy to be the one to bring it up, but if they don't, like prom, that's why I didn't go to prom (laughs)
3: because you you expected way too much. Yeah,
1: so true. That is so, so take it from Bradley, ladies.
2: Let's not be mean, (laughs) don't be
1: so cruel, but not necessarily cruel, even don't expect what you know the stereotype of a boyfriend.
2: No, They're not
1: supposed to pay for everything all the time. They're not supposed to be the one to make the first move. It's even, in my opinion, better if the girl makes the first move or talks about it and then says, you know, whatever. Because the boy doesn't feel as like
2: I just think creepy. it depends on, it yeah. just depends yeah, the on more,
3: the people. Yeah, you feel, we, we do feel creepy because like <laughs> yeah. there's a point where it's like three months into this, like, okay, where is this going? Uh, yeah, um, exactly. you know, you have no oh, clue I until agree. you breathe. it I love it, it when a girl initiates anything. Yeah. Like, I meant a
1: conversation so or yeah. anything. Yeah. And I, I'm trying to think if I've ever like initiated anything. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> All the boys in the room are all cracking up. They're like, "Yeah, I feel you. I feel.
2: I got got you, man. man. I feel you." Like like
1: unspoken boy (laughs) I'm sorry for ever being cruel to anyone.
2: Well, no, I just know that Bradley's speaking the truth. No, that's why I love having him on the show because it's just so valid. It's just
1: that's what it is, and everyone knows it.
2: So I guess I don't know. I want to make sure that ladies get it in their minds that you know. Please just think of the other people too, like around you. Don't get caught up in the hype of like your friends. Yeah, give it to him. Yeah. uh," You know, like you know how that gets Mm -hmm. sometimes. Well, and then
3: best friends are the best initiators. Yeah. Right?
2: right?
1: And then be sensitive in those kinds of talks too. Because if somebody's bringing something up, because I've done it and Austin's done it too. So he initiated one thing and then I would initiate another thing. And then we both knew to approach it gently. Like if you didn't necessarily like, Say yes to their question, like say why not, or like if they if they say hey do you want to be my girlfriend and you say like not right now just because you know I don't want that commitment and I'm going to school blah blah don't just be like no and then be too afraid to say anything back and just walk
0: away
2: right and then be cool like I can think of times where I was approached. At school, and I would be so like embarrassed or like awkward about it. And that just makes it uncomfortable for everybody involved because mm. I'd still see these boys passing in the hallway. You know, the one that gave you the rose at Valentine's Day, and you're like, Yeah, you're just my friend. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to work out. Been there, I mean, right? Oh, man,
3: six roses later. You, lo-
2: you love roses. <laughs>
1: yeah. You dated it for six months? I, <laughs> no, I didn't date. I didn't even
3: get a chance to date it. It was the, the girl I put the roses on her desk for each class period. For
2: each period. <laughs> Go listen to
1: the show That Bradley
2: was that on prom, It was He's fantastic really Yeah No and very good points um, Brought to the table Then too But yeah I mean like Don't make it awkward For the people that Are trying to be vulnerable And trying to And that goes with to breakups
1: too If you guys do break up You know On decent terms Don't like try to make Their life gross That's not cool you aren't With them anymore It I guess that's a a, a post-step for any The Talks is mm-hmm. be cool. Be, be <laughs> After cool. After the fact. Yeah. Keep it classy. Because, because it be takes cool. a lot of guts and courage for people to have the, these kinds of talks. Mm-hmm. And so afterwards, it makes it a lot more comfortable if you be cool. And then one of the last ones that... <laughs> Mom cringes because she knows what it is. One of the last really important The Talks that we think of when we think about that topic is um, the I did something bad (laughs) talk whether it be you're admitting to your parents that you broke the rules or you're at a party and you're
2: drunk and you need to ride home. or
1: something crazy like that. Or just saying, you know, you got a bad grade or you got suspended or expelled because you fought someone or whatever it may be. And then telling your boyfriend or girlfriend that you cheated on them (laughs) in one way or another.
2: Admitting you've done something bad or wrong or... Yeah, the admitting part. Or that you've hurt someone. Yeah, it's
1: (laughs) so scary. But I feel like we all agree agreed that it needs to be done no matter what
2: it's so hard no matter
1: what circumstance it was that i listed it needs to be done yeah and i don't even know if we have a formula to doing it correctly (laughs)
2: It really isn't you know (laughs) there isn't i all i can say from like a parent's point of view like Children, if you have something to say to your parents and it's just really, you know, you need to get it off your chest and you need to talk to them, just make sure you set the, you set the scene, you know, make sure mom's not on the phone or not working or something like that. And just say, look, this is really important. Can we,
1: can we void the judgment for a minute? I want
2: you to hear me out. I know there might be a punishment involved, but Mm -hmm. I think that in order to keep our relationship well. I need to share this with you Yeah. and then be brave. So it, it's really all about and courage. Be brave mm-hmm. because and I can guarantee you that if Rio ever did do that, um, I, I probably would be holding my breath <laughs> And I would listen to her, and maybe there would be a punishment, but I would at least let her finish and be calm,
1: right, and not freak out at me, because then that makes, makes me it not worse. Want to talk to you ever again can't freak thing. out.
2: Parents yep. can't freak out.
1: Oh, I had a really good point, and then I yawned <laughs> <laughs> <Not laughs> that quickly. Yeah, <laughs> gone. And then, so then I what about? Because I drooled. Okay, what?
2: What about if like you have to tell someone that you've cheated on them?
1: Hmm. Well, we all agreed you must. Because you were saying to tell or not to tell. Yeah, it's always always the question. Um, And then we also in planning discussed, we feel like the talk in that situation should come way before the actual cheating happens. Yes. So if you're feeling yourself becoming distant from whoever you're with or Mm -hmm. there's something that is a deal breaker and you didn't tell them and you know that you're going to be done being with them, it needs to happen way before so that you avoid the "I cheated on you"
2: talk. Yeah, because cheating's just a symptom that something's very wrong right. with your relationship. But if if it
1: does happen, you need to let them know gently and not be mean about it. And then again, be cool mm-hmm. after the fact. Be cool. Yeah, so. especially
3: guys. You know, you. Uh, I'm just going for the guys right now. You know, we get really emotional with it because mm-hmm. we don't know how to handle it through
1: anger. Through anger, like the anger. <laughs> it's always
3: anger, no matter what. Um, just be cool when she's telling you listen to what she has to say then later when you're by yourself handle it the best way you possibly can
2: right cause yeah. you know what my mom always used to tell me this that everyone is possible of behaving that right. way so don't so make yourself feel so like superior wrap up of the talk is,
1: is have courage and then afterwards be cool that's our main points. And real quick, Bradley has a few things mentioned.
3: Yeah, um, so I'm a musician, guys. Um, you can check me <laughs> uh, out on yeah. Facebook. Um, my first project is an acoustic project called Lesson 3 where I actually sing in. And then I'm also in a hardcore band called Gutters. So if you want to check me out, you can look it up on Facebook.
1: Facebook. And that's yeah, our lovely it. guest, Bradley. And Yay, Bradley. It the show. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs> Wait, no, wait. Wait. You wait. are on. So you know, she, she does the closing. We're on Voice America Kids Network, produced by Kidstar. This is Paper Hope Street Team. And love you, bye. <laughs> that was awesome.
3: That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
1: And up next, a track from the Kidstar Album of the
2: Month. I'm excited.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now.
4: My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm and now from the Kid Star Album of the Month. Here's Mr. Saxophone Dave Farber with I Sneeze in Threes.
5: (laughs) (sighs) I Sneeze in Threes When I smell pepper It's not a disease It makes me feel better I have an issue So pass me a tissue I'm getting all teary But not cause I'm sad I sneeze in threes From mild irritation It's from allergies Which leads to frustration. Prescribing to histamine or bottle with listerine. Maybe it's pollen, maybe it's cats. about When I get a cold I wish it would cease It's getting old I played in the rain And that was insane I'm shaky and achy And blowing my nose Someday There's nothing to sneeze about
4: That was Dave Farver, Mr. Saxophone from the Kidstar album of the month. Check it out on our website, Kidstar.org.